Okay, good morning. This podcast is for those taking the AP Biology exam, the National AP Biology Biology exam on May 14th. This is for week of March 19th, some things you should be going over um, in your studies. And this deals with water and biochemical molecules, cell transport, enzymes, signal transduction. So um, real quickly, I don't want to make these too long because I know, you know you have other things and you're doing things. But water, when you think of water, remember about water being polar. Polar meaning that it has an unequal charge. The hydrogen side of the molecule is positive and the oxygen is extremely electronegative, so it's a negative charge. And because of that, um, water has some interesting properties like it's the universal solvent. It sticks together when it's thrown with other things. And so mixed with other things, I guess you could say. And so um, it's a universal solvent. It has nice polar covalent bonds. And it also has hydrogen bonds between each water molecule. And that's the big one. Because those give you all of your properties of water, like cohesion, adhesion, specific heat, things of that nature. So brush up on some water. Um, A little bit on pH. Just remember a little bit about what pH is in the pH scale. That's on page 12. Remember when I reference anything on these podcasts, we're talking about the Barron's Review Book that you have, the Barron's AP, AP Book. Then if you go to biochemical molecules, um, remember there's four groups, carbohydrates, lipids, proteins, nucleic acids. Carbs uh, mainly are used for energy. They're plant structure as well. Uh, They come in monosaccharides, disaccharides, polysaccharides, mostly rings, mostly made up of rings of glucose-like molecules or fructose or, you know, things like that. Um, And uh, they give us our energy or ATP. Lipids are fatty acids. Lipids are usually in the form of either saturated or unsaturated if they're fatty acids. Unsaturated, remember, have um, double bonds, and that causes them to kink a little bit. So unsaturated fats are actually a little better for you if you eat them. Remember, we don't like those trans fats. They're pretty bad for you. Um, They also store energy. Lipids store energy. And there are uh, lipids. There's also a lipid that you've got to be aware of called the phospholipid, which you know is in cell membranes. So remember phospholipids? And lastly, about lipids, I should say that there are steroids. Steroids are lipid molecules, but they don't look like any other molecule that you'll see. They're four fused rings. And so when you see those four fused rings, do you think of steroids and hormones such as testosterone, estrogen, cholesterol is actually a a, uh, steroid as well. But a lot of people think lipids and fats, so remember those two fats, unsaturated and saturated. Uh, Proteins. Proteins are used for repairing tissue. They're used for building structure in animals, and they're one of the first uh, groups that contain nitrogen. So carbs and lipids don't typically contain nitrogen, and they don't actually, but proteins do contain nitrogen. Proteins are made up of amino acids, um, and those amino acids could be one of 20. You never have to memorize those or know them, but amino acids make up proteins. They come, and they call those peptides. So peptides, or now we call those polypeptides, many, many amino acids, polypeptide, held together by peptide bonds. And remember about proteins, the thing you've got to remember is that they come, once the, the amino acids are in their, their line or their chain, they typically fold up then. And there's three other structures that they could become, secondary, tertiary, or quaternary structures. And I'd say look at chapter or page 18 for that because page 18 re- refreshes your memory on the proteins folding. We had a ribbon in class. We showed you about a ribbon. And if we're talking about proteins, we might as well just start talking about enzymes a little bit. Enzymes are a kind of protein that that speed up uh, chemical reactions. And you know about enzymes and metabolism from ninth grade and from some chemistry. 
but enzymes are a specific fit to a substrate, and they only work on a specific substrate. And how they work is they lower the activation energy. Enzymes often end in ACE, um, like pepsidase or lipase. And you should have a very familiar, uh, be very familiar with the graph on page 21. Uh, review that real quick for a minute or two. And the next page, 22, to give you some ideas about enzymes and how enzymes work by lowering activation energy. And we talked about metabolism and Gibbs free energy. Um, when the, uh, re when the uh, products have less energy than the reactants, we have a negative G, and we're going to release heat. And when the products have a higher energy level than the reactants, we're going to store heat. And so when you store heat, that's an endergonic reaction. And when you release heat, a negative G, that's an exergonic reaction. And in biology, always remember, so this is the second podcast that I'm saying these two reactions again, photosynthesis and cellular respiration. Be very familiar with those. Photosynthesis is an endergonic process. It's a energy storing process. A change in G is going to be positive, And you're building something there. You're building a carbon-based molecule. And cellular respiration is an exergonic reaction. It's releasing energy. It's a negative G. Okay, so that's there's a lab with those too. The lab with enzymes is in the back of the book, as they all are in Barron's. The lab on enzymes is page 356 and 357. We had uh, a lab where we uh, did this exact lab where you uh, take hydrogen peroxide and you break it down for so long and you measure the amount of water that's made or hydrogen peroxide that's left. It doesn't really matter. You can do either process. And you find the reaction rate. So remember, reaction rate will be on there. Reaction rate is always change in Y over change in X. And that's how you can determine which, which is uh, a quicker enzyme or a, a better system by looking at how the rate changes in that. Okay, I'm going to move over to chapter, uh, I'm not sure what it is. It's the cells and the cell organelle, but I'm looking specifically now at page 41. Look at the cell membrane and, and re refresh yourself on what the cell membrane is. It's a, it's a double layer. It's called the phospholipid bilayer. And remember, uh, there is active transport and there's passive transport. And passive transport is, just takes no energy. Passive transport, things like osmosis, diffusion, and facilitated diffusion. And then when you have active transport, you actively use energy. And so this situation, uh, be able to look at a membrane and say, oh, yeah, I, can, I remember that. I, I know what goes into a cell and what goes out and, and, the, and the way that it goes in or out. Does it use channels? Does it simply diffuse through the membrane? Or does it use pumps? Remember, there's a sodium-potassium pump. There are ion channels. Um, for this lab, the lab on uh, cell membrane we did is on page 342 and 343. We looked at cell membrane controlling uh, sucrose amount in potatoes. And so you throw some potatoes in some different solutions and you see where the equilibrium point is because the sucrose is being uh, moved in and out of the, the potato freely. We also did the bags, the, uh, the dialysis bags on page 342. Uh, and those deal with water potential and measuring water potential, those labs. So measuring water potential, there's a formula. There's a formula you got to remember for that one. But that's the lab that would correspond with the cell membrane and cell transport. And so those are good to go over. Lastly, for this, uh, this week, which is March 19th, would be go over the signal transduction pathway again. That's on page 49. And only worry about the G protein. There's some other ones there, but don't worry about that at all. And try some practice quiz questions on page 50 and 51. And then another lab that we did 
that would correspond to this section of review is on page 341. And that's, I guess, the beginning of the osmosis diffusion lab. I, I should have talked about this a minute ago. But this is the one where we had auger blocks. And the, uh, the auger blocks were, were pink to begin with, or purple. And you sit those in vinegar, and vinegar soaks into them from all sides. So the rate of diffusion tends to be the same. But remember, the smaller cell, they're supposed to represent cells, the smaller cube um, would have a, not a higher rate, but the ratio of surface area to volume is larger, so the, the vinegar gets into the center quicker. So a smaller cell is better to have than a larger cell. And there's your water potential formula as well on that page. So that would conclude week 20, uh, week, the second week, which is March 19th, a review for the uh, national exam. And again, go to the national exam questions. Just type in something like AP bio exam or AP essay, and then whatever word you want to look for. AP essay, cell transport. AP essay, signal transduction. And you'll get questions from the last 10 or so years. There might be one or two in there in the last 10 or so years you can look at. And the next one will be on uh, March 26th. I'll give you some info for the studying the week of March 26th. We'll see you.